The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Got phobia. I think it's time that we discuss the intersectionality between fat phobia, ableism, and white supremacy. Anti-fat bias. Ally. Allowed to be fat. Privilege. Disability. Capitalism. Get off your ass and go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! <laughs> Walnormouth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 28 Hundo. And 17 of Zedalia Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because I'm not a flex, sleeve flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. In today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you as powered as sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you be. Welcome to the Mancast, another one, 2817. Thank you so much for being here. We have the Tainty Man and we have the church that are in tow and we are ready for an amazing show. Today's episode is unique because every single Sunday we just take questions. We got a bunch of calls today and we will get your questions so you can start dropping them in the live chat down below. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. And of course, Make sure you hit the follow button, you're subscribed, uh, hit the thumbs up on Rumble, share with your friends. And of course, if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, take a moment and leave us a five-star review. It helps tremendously with recommended shows. And you know we need that organic reach. We need you to share the stream because um, actually today I got banned from live streaming on TikTok for a week for swinging my club in my muscle alphabet tank. So... TikTok can go fuck itself too. Literally didn't say anything, didn't do anything. And I got banned for a week and I appealed the decision and it said, we'll get back to you in 24 hours, 10 minutes later or five minutes later, rather your appeal was denied. So for some reason I can't stream now for another week. So the forces, the winds as always before are pushing and blowing in our fucking faces. So thanks for sharing it yourself and liking, hitting the thumbs up, commenting down below, watching the live stream, those little things, it just helps. It helps tremendously because the more people that are seeing the show, that watch the show, that plug in, will 
be able to get all the information and be a part of the community, regardless of what those algorithms do. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Let's summon the Falcon. Drop your questions in the comments down below. Hashtag Ask Papasolio. We are taking only questions today. Only questions today. But first, let's summon the Falcon and get the nut busted open. Falcon. <laughs> Okay, now, hashtag get swole. Drop that in the chat. Hashtag get swole for a chance to win today's swole card. We'll give that away at the end of today's episode. Now, let's get right into it. We got the first question. First question today, we're actually going to go to a call. So if you want to call into the show at any time, make sure you go to askpapaswolio.com and call into the show again. Drop your hashtag APS questions in the comments down below. And uh, let's get into the first caller. Dan is on the line. Dan, go right ahead. Hey, Papa Swolio. My name is Dan. Um, I'm just starting on the 90-day dash. One limitation I'm running into is that I have a bit of tendinopathy in both of my patella tendons, uh, sort of chronic jumper's knee for a number of years built up. And I'm having some trouble with some of the movements that involve a deeper bend in the knee, whether it's a squat, even with body weight, like in a Swolga Foundation session, or um, some other movements like that that just involve that deep bend in the knee brings me some pain. So I'm just wondering how I can adjust and modify to be able to stick to the program and do the workouts while working around this limitation and maybe any advice for how I can get the most out of being able to improve the knee problems that I have uh, while working my way through the program. Thanks for any advice. Dan, great question. Very well stated and welcome officially to the fam. I believe we read your post recently. I would recommend checking out the ankle, knee, and hip mobility masterclasses for the knees. Um, I mean, in, in relation to exercise for the knees, reverse sled pulls are a staple. Reverse sled pulls are a staple for me. I'm not exactly sure the technicalities of your diagnosis, but to strengthen the patellar tendons, reverse sled pulls, probably the number one thing that you could start doing. Even if you had to go super light, uh, it's fantastic. So sled pulls, strengthening your hip flexors and your immobilizing and strengthening your hamstrings from lengthened and shortened positions. So working on your hip flexors, uh, using a cable, using kettlebells, hooking your foot through the window of it, using a monkey foot, all very effective. And looking into all those other movements like the, the yogi squats, elevating your heels. But the first thing I would say to do 
barring any kind of extreme pain, I, I mean, I would recommend starting with the reverse lead pulls for sure. And the yoga. There's a lot of great stuff you could do. Maybe the 90 day dash isn't something that you should be moving into right now. Maybe you could pick certain workouts, maybe certain things from, I'm not sure what phase you're in. I think you might've mentioned it, but I missed it. You might want to choose certain workouts that you can do and fill in the rest with the mobility work. Reverse lead is great for my knees. You could do pushing too, but I would overload the the pulling in terms of how much time you spend. Spend more time on the pull on the reverse walking. Great question. And feel free to call back in and follow up and post up in the Telegram chat and stuff. Let's take a question from Instagram. Pice of rock. Maybe this person meant to say piece of rock, but piece is not spelled P-I-C-E. So we'll move on. Papa Swolio, do avocados actually increase the glute muscle size as you put in the work? I have a couple questions about your question. One, is that something that actually someone says? Because you're saying it, you're asking it in the sense of, do avocados actually increase the glute muscle size? Is someone saying this out in the world? Is someone saying that if you eat avocados, you're going to get a big old juicy booty? Yeah, that makes no sense. Avocados don't do anything of the sort. Wouldn't it be nice you eat an avocado and you just have jacked glutes? You're just the hypertrophy in your glutes. Your gluteus maximus just explodes when you eat avocados. Uh, Denny's Turna on Instagram. Papa Solio, can grass-fed ground beef be as good slash healthy slash nutritious as grass-fed steak? differences. Yes, absolutely. What you're getting from ground beef is usually maybe older animals and you're getting meat from all different parts of the cow and many different type, many different cows. You know, it's all getting mixed together. And then of course you can choose your fat content, which is generally added back in. So it's more processed than steak but it's not necessarily any less. I would say from terms of safety, if you're going to be, let's say if you want, I've never had any issues, but if you wanted to decrease your risk of bacteria and stuff like that, steak is much better because when you're cooking the outside, you're killing everything. When it's ground beef, you're mixing up so many different things. There's just a higher processing and a higher risk, but it's not something that, if you're getting grass-fed, grass-finished, it just depends on what you're getting in the actual steak. Because understand that certain cuts of steak will give you certain different ratios of nutrients. So, for example, if you get a New York strip, you know that you have a certain tendon. You know the New York strip. You have the side, the thick tendon on the side of the New York strip. You don't get that on a ribeye. So you're getting different type of connective tissue on a New York strip than you are with a ribeye. And of course, if you get something like a New York strip, it's going to be a lot leaner than a ribeye, which is much more marbled. So you're getting a higher fat percentage with a ribeye versus a leaner cut of steak, like a tenderloin or, or a New York strip. So yes, yes, it certainly can. 
And understand that if you get different types of grass-fed, the ground beef, you can get ground beef that has heart and liver in it. You can grind organs into ground beef. So it's pretty versatile. Pretty versatile. Okay, let's get into another call. Again, if you want to call into the show, askpapaswolio.com. This one's from Emma. Emma, you're on the Sleazecast. Hi, Papa Swolio. I wanted to ask you, what is the best exercise for toning the inner thighs? Um, I would like like slimmer, slimmer thighs. Uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, quad exercises, so my quads are really uh, like okay, but my inner thighs not so much. So I was wondering, uh, what do you suggest for the inner thigh area? So that the legs don't look like bulked up, but just slim and toned. Thank you. Mm, the whole slim and toned thing doesn't really, that's what you want the, the visual to be, but it's just building muscle and having less fat. So how do you have the inner thigh slim and toned? The way people ask questions, here's the weird thing. The way people ask questions about training People think it's like plastic surgery. And I'll answer your question. I'll just tell you in general. Because it's nutrition, it's lifting weights, it's going deep on squats, driving your knees out to the side, really getting deep with your back arch so you're stretching the inner thighs. It's doing the adductor machines. It's doing Cossack squats. It's doing that kind of like deep, um, maybe deep goblet squats with a kettlebell between your legs with your feet up on plates, getting really low. So you're really getting that stretch um, in the hamstrings and the adductors. So wider stance, deep squats. But when you're saying you don't want that bulked up look, okay, well then don't eat in a surplus and do powerlifting. You're not going to get bulked up. You're going to build muscle. And if you're getting rid of chronic inflammation and you're in a slight caloric deficit and you're getting rid of any of these other foods that are going to cause you to retain water, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to lose fat all over your body. So just... Don't get so nuanced with what you're trying to do in the gym because what happens is people get so, they nitpick, they overanalyze, they overthink, and they end up not training hard enough and just building muscle. Build muscle. If you want a toned inner thigh, you have to build muscle because tone means muscle without fat. It's just being leaner. That's what tone is. Tone is muscle. Tone is a bullshit word. It doesn't mean anything. Tone means what? Hard? Muscle's hard. So build muscle and then get rid of the fat on your body over time. You can't spot reduce. So training is not plastic surgery. Your muscles are going to develop the way they develop. The shape of your muscle is going to develop based on your genetics because a lot of people have different, some people have better genetics for a peak in their biceps. Some people have higher calves. They have a longer tendon. Some people have really low, you know, long, short tendons and big fat meaty calves. You know, some people have really small muscle belly for their calves. They have a really long tendon. So you can get any muscle bigger, but some people are just genetically predisposed to not building as much in certain areas based on the shape and the insertions of the muscle. And the insertions mean where the muscle tissue attaches to the tendon. If there's more tendon, there's less muscle. Doesn't mean it's weaker necessarily, but it's not going to have like the big full belly. 
as of someone that has better insertions. You, you hear that if you're into bodybuilding and you watch and you hear people talk about their insertions. It's just some people are genetically gifted in terms of what you want the muscle to look like in terms of bodybuilding. It's just more ideal. That's why everyone looks different. Even when you have bodybuilders, these guys are all jacked, but everyone's muscle looks a little bit different. So it's cool. It's fun to watch things that are expanded to that extreme and just see how, how much different muscles can look even amongst like the top of the top. Big O three, two, three, one Papa Solio. Do you think the Arnold press is a good exercise or is there too much going on with that movement? Do I think it's good? It's a fine exercise. I don't do them. I've done them before. I never really liked them personally. They're just not necessary. It's not necessary. So what it really comes down to is you're trying to hit, you want to have developed shoulders, which is your anterior, your middle and your posterior deltoid. What exercise do you need to do to hit them? Do you have any predispositions? Do you have any imbalances? And then focus on that area and find a great exercise to target that area. If you have great shoulder development and you're super happy with how you do your shoulders and you do Arnold presses, then, hey, I mean, you can continue. A lot of exercises work. That's the thing. There's so many exercises. That, uh, there's the general movement. The muscle still only does the movement that the muscle does. But there's so many different ways and pieces of equipment and angles that you can hit. Find something that's really working for you. If it's working for you, then do it. You might really enjoy doing that exercise in that way, and it grows for you. I might not really prefer that exercise over something else, so I do something else. I'll do something that works. So people ask me, I mean, you want to do things that you like to do. Well, I want to, I like to do things that work. That's how I think. So I, I don't really have an opinion on an exercise in the gym. If it's working, I'm going to look forward to doing it. If an exercise is really working, that's my quote unquote favorite exercise. I don't care. I'm neutral. If it doesn't work, then I don't like it. It's that simple. So if it works, I like it. If it doesn't, I don't like it. Brad says, hello, I'm new here to the chat. Is getting an adjustment a good thing to get? Simply having a chiropractor massage with a full body crack slash alignment. Not sure if it's worth it. I don't use a chiropractor. I never recommend people use chiropractors. That's my opinion and personal experience. I've never used one. I have no desire to go to one. So some people swear by them. Other people don't. Usually the cracking is just lifting the like the tendon is just like the air popping. It's not necessarily doing anything. I don't think it's, it depends because you can't just say chiropractor anymore because a lot of times that's someone's backdoor way into doing physical therapy, essentially. It really depends on what that individual does because if they give you certain stretches and exercises, it could be great information, but there can be, chiropractors that are quacks. There are MDs that are nonsense, right? They're, they're good. I'm sure there are good ones and there are ones that are just complete jokes like anything else. So any kind of like hardcore adjustments like that stuff freaks me out. There's so many horror stories when it comes to that stuff. It's not worth it. In my opinion, crypto revenant, but best biceps. We did this one before. There's no best exercise. A weave 21 Papa Sol, I have a cheat day like the rock and Sylvester Stallone. Is that fine? Other than that, great food. 
you're not going to look like The Rock and or Sylvester Stallone, so you can justify it any way you want. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Is that fine? I'm not your, I'm your papa, but I ain't your daddy. I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's a good boy. You can do it. Uh, personally, I don't like doing stuff that makes no sense. True big ED, true big Ed chest or by what? Matt Damon. Chest or by, what does that mean? It's not either or train your chest and also train your biceps. Iksan Fu. Iksanfu, Papa Solio, what would be a starting phase to lose weight? Reducing food, what exercise are recommended? These very vague questions, I'm not going to, like, it's ridiculous. It's just, what would be a good start, a starting phase to lose weight? What do you mean? What's a starting phase? Reducing food, yeah. Do an elimination diet. Go to swolenormousx.com. Join the SwolFam. Start on your nutrition jumpstart and your elimination diet. That's the best place to start. That's it. That's the best place to start. What exercises are recommended? Let's move on. Let's do another call. This one's from Gabby. Gabby, you're on the line. Gabby. Hi. How do you increase an appetite? If you like struggle to eat a lot and struggle to put on weight, how, how do you increase an appetite? Like be able to eat more without feeling sick? Thank you. I love all your videos and yeah. Bye. Well, thank you for the call, Gabby. So you're trying to put on size, trying to put on weight. You want to eat more. This is the same way that I would tell. It's the same way that I did. I started eating every two hours because I was reading that in flex magazine. This is back in like 2000, 2001. I was eating small meals every two hours. The alarm would go off. I would eat the food that I was scheduled to eat hungry or not. So what I would do, for you is one, don't increase your daily caloric intake too much at once. So what I say is whatever you're eating now, like eat as figure out how much you're eating, get enough protein, enough healthy fats and nutrients, right? I say you should be eating beef and steak and eggs and all that stuff. Figure out what you're eating now, like definitely eat until you're full, start quantifying what you're consuming and then increase a couple hundred calories the next week, and then just do that every day for that week. So let's just say you're eating 2000 calories a day, even number the next week, every day, move it to like 2200. So if you're eating a few small meals a day and you're having a timer and the alarm goes off and you're eating it, like, okay, I'm eating at these times, four meals a day, breaking it up throughout the day, whether or not you're hungry, you're eating it because you're objectively, you know how much you're consuming throughout the day. Remember that your body is not going to feel hungry. You have to train it to eat at certain times, but if you know in your head and you calculate how much you're actually eating. You know, you're not eating. It feels like you're eating 10,000 calories, but you're only eating 2,200. You're just not used to eating four times a day or five times a day. You're not used to it. So your body is going to feel full. So, and then do 2,200 for the next week. And then the next week do 2,300 or 2,350 or 2,400 every day. And slowly bump it up, you know, maybe a hundred calories every day you know, for the next week, maybe go to 2,100 or 2,200, like, you know, as small as you need to, but you're objectively increasing. You're just going to have to weigh and calculate and split it up into more meals and eat because it's time to eat, not because you feel like eating. You just got to, it's, 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 it takes, it's hard. It's hard. 
Uh, Brad triple Oh five Papa. So I race carts every weekend, 40 to 50 laps on a seven eighth mile track, looking for something I can do to help with my lower back pain, which is minimal to help build or strengthen my back again. Jefferson curls, RDLs, glute work, yoga, um, reverse hyperextensions, 45 degree hyperextensions and glute extensions and side bends for your quadratus lumborum. There's a lot of great stuff. Yoga, vinyasa yoga. You know, you're hunched over a lot. You have to decompress. You have to undo that. So there's a lot of good options. A lot of good ideas. I just gave you right there. Let's do one more. Uh, one more call. This one's from Georgia, Georgia. You're on the line. Hi, I'm Georgia from Gold Coast, Australia, and I was wondering if going to the gym, is it a better idea to bring like a energy drink such as Gatorade or Prime, or is it better to bring just normal water in general? Thank you. Great calls. Great questions. Uh, Gatorade or Prime, those are both garbage. So I, I personally would not recommend anyone drink that shit. That's garbage. What you would want to go when you're drinking to, you know, for the gym, if you want, I think you're talking about energy, but you want electrolytes. So make sure you're hydrating properly. People are really, um, deficient in magnesium. So you can get an electrolyte powder. You can get relight or a Redmond hydration. You can get element LMNT. You can make your own, you can get magnesium glycinate and add it. I usually have electrolytes. I take a scoop but it's more like the sodium potassium and I add extra magnesium. So electrolytes are very important. If you're looking for energy, like that prime, that's just, you want electrolytes. So you want proper hydration, proper hydration. And the proper hydration when you're going to the gym, it starts hours before. So if you're drinking water or electrolytes on the way into the gym, it's too late. It's not going to get into your system because it's not just getting into your system. It's getting into your bloodstream and then getting to your cells. So make sure you're hydrating. If you train early in the morning, hydrate the night before, Hydrate first thing when you wake up, hydrate a couple hours. If you're training in the afternoon, hydrate at like 10, 11, 12. But if you want energy right before you work out, you could drink a little bit of black coffee, have a small cup of coffee. You could have some raw honey for a little bit of a, a glucose bump. So there's a lot of different ways. Um, and I drink a lot less coffee than I ever have. I just make one little tiny French press and it's like one and a half. It's like a one cup of coffee. That's all I need because I'm doing cold plunge and I'm getting great sleep and sunlight first thing. And you're not going to be dependent on the coffee, especially if you're not drinking it right away. If you're waiting a few hours, you're, it's a cool, it's, I don't even notice that much of a bump. It's nice. Melissa from the telegram chat, Papa Swolio, any recommendations for a brand of creatine and a brand of magnesium three and eight? Couldn't find any on your Amazon page. Thank you. King Swole. Oh, you're welcome. You couldn't find the magnesium three and eight. Yeah, I'll add it. I forget which kind I have. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's double, double wood supplements or it's pure encapsulations. It's something like that. I'll have to see. It's in my drawer. But any recommendations for a brand of creatine? Well, a lot of creatine is the same for the most part. Muscle Feast makes a creatine that I've been using. I've been using Muscle Feast off and on products for 25 years. Uh, but there's another good one, no affiliation, but if you want a very well, it's more expensive, but it's like effervescent, not effervescent, but it's 
the best mixing creatine I've ever seen. It just completely disappears in the water. And it's from this company called Gains in Bulk. So again, not sponsored, but I've purchased this stuff. It just mixes really well. So some people, when they have creatine, they say it gives them stomach issues. And if it does, maybe start off with less or dilute it in more water. But you could also maybe try a different brand. Lacey is being a tremendous cunt in the chat. Lacey says, Melissa, do you need to borrow Cerny's chapstick? Man, the swole sluts have been really vicious lately. Vicious. Uh, Lacey says, Papa Swolia, why do you think we are deficient in magnesium? I agree we are. I was. But it seems we can't nutritionally not be deficient. Why do I think we are deficient in magnesium? Um, I'm not sure it's necessarily... I don't know. I, I don't know if it's deficient in, mag, deficient in magnesium or it's the food or it's the ratio of other minerals. You see, sometimes it's not so much that we need a lot of magnesium. It's that we have so much of other things. If we don't additionally take magnesium, then the balance is off. Does that make sense? So I'm not 100% sure. But I think obviously it has to do with a lot of other things that might People might be consuming that bind to magnesium. Uh, also, you know, topsoil issues. So it, it could also just be, hey, because of most people's nutrition, it's overloaded with A, B, and C. So we need to bring up D because you need a balance. So just just some thoughts. You also get used to different things. So your body will get, your body changes. So if you are drinking tons of water, you might get, you know, dehydrated when you don't drink your normal tons of water. But people that don't drink a lot of water every day, your body becomes more efficient with the water. Your body, your body rebalances. It finds a new homeostasis. If you're regularly drinking a gallon a day, then your body adjusts and starts dealing with things in the manner of a gallon a day. But if you're used to only getting half a gallon a day, then your body will, it's going to survive and figure shit out. It just might make other sacrifices, et cetera, et cetera. Because if your body isn't getting, for example, your bones, your bones are a great place where your body stores vitamins and minerals. So if you don't have, when you're deficient in nutrients, what does your body do? You have the, what is it? The osteoclasts, I believe the cells that break down bone tissue and release vitamins and minerals into the bloodstream. So if you're not getting it in your food, your body is going to break down your, your minerals, the, the bone minerals, the bone tissue to release into the bloodstream. You don't want that. You don't want your body taking from your bones. You want that. That's like a savings account. You want to build bones thick and strong because you don't want osteoporosis. You don't want weak bones as you get older, but your body will take from existing stores. That's all your body is doing. It's storing shit. Anytime you're eating stuff, it's like, okay, where does it need to go? Okay, we'll fix this. We'll patch that. We'll build that. We'll strengthen that. We'll send more neurons here. We'll do this. We'll do that. You know, we'll plop this on the bones here. We got a little extra, you know, carbohydrate and fat. Now let's put that around the waist and the love handles. Yeah, fuck that. He's not going to notice, right? And then they'll do other things, right? But if you're deficient, your body, and you're not getting it in the food, your body's going to be like, all right, we need calcium. We need blah, blah, blah. We need this. 
where's it going to go for? It's going to go to the liver. It's going to go to the muscle. It's going to break down muscle tissue. It's going to break down bones. It's going to, so, but again, this is why I have been preaching magnesium for years because since I started taking magnesium, I was always drinking tons of water, but I was always having issues with cramping and things like that. But you can drink too much water and you have way too much fluid versus the solute. You don't have enough sodium and people are drinking tap water that's ultra filtered. They're drinking filtered water without remineralizing it. So, you know, water matters. If you're getting quality spring, natural minerals and stuff, you might be totally fine. Well water or something in the mountains. You might be getting real nutrient dense water. Just make sure you get it tested and all that. So we purify the water, we filter the shit out of it, and then we'll add, I'll add my electrolytes in there and stuff like that. So people are drinking a lot of H2O, but they don't have enough magnesium, potassium, and sodium. All right, let's take uh, great questions. Hopefully that helps anyone that's listening in Georgia. We'll take a couple more and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, let's see, Mariano Fernandez Cuso gets cut off. Papa Swilio, what advice would you give for someone that just started in the machines and feels inadequate? Keep going. You're going to feel inadequate. You feel embarrassed. You feel like a novice because you are. You feel that people are watching you because you don't know what you're doing. And guess what? You don't, which is fine. You're a beginner. You're learning. Learn how to do a few things properly. Practice, 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 practice. That's it. If you start playing a piano, you're going to feel inadequate. You're going to feel bad compared to someone who's been playing for 20 years. So what advice would I give? Keep practicing, stay humble, learn, try different things, experiment, see what works best. And then when you find something that works better, step on the gas more and practice. Every time you lift, every time you train, you're practicing. Every workout session is a practice. You're practicing these exercises. So today I practiced high row, low row, T-bar row, and reverse pec deck. I did some pullover, did a couple reverse preacher curl stuff for forearms. I was practicing those movements. That's all you're doing. And practice them over and over again. And people in the comments are talking about salt and minerals for strong bones, but don't forget you have to lift heavy weights because you can't just take, you can't just eat calcium you know, you can't just drink raw milk or something. And Hey, my bones are going to be strong. If you're lifting weights, then your bones have a reason to be strong. That's why you need skeletal axial loading in addition to proper nutrition. All right. Captain 20, Chris Papa Swolio, how much sodium is too much when it comes to dieting? I don't really think there's a limit. I think any of the limits or the restrictions or people, the way they talk about sodium and we're talking about quality, like a Celtic sea salt is what I use a Redmond real salt. I don't think there's really a limit. I'm not saying when I say there's no limit, this is my opinion, my experience. And I'm not saying just because there's no limit then to have as much as possible that there's a big difference, but I have a few grams of salt a day. I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I, I just, I, I am not shy with it. We put salt all over the steak. I put salt in my water when I'm training or when I have my pre-workout. I do a few 
scoops of electrolytes. That's four or five grams of sodium. I have few, several grams of salt a day. You need it if you're exercising. I'm sweating like crazy. I'm in the sauna. I'm out in the sun. I'm lifting heavy. I think everyone's a little bit different. And also people that say, oh, if you have sodium, you're going to retain water. A lot of times this is just when you're drinking just pure sodium. You're not getting like a, a quality salt. And when people have imbalances with other things in their nutrition. So remember, if you're doing things as a system properly, things work. But if you have some things that are imbalanced and completely out of whack, then you're going to have more amplitude and things can get more kicked out in terms of like a seesaw. You can throw things off even more potentially. Uh, Rihanna in the Telegram chat, Papa Soli, with thoughts on a salt brick slash base for cooking on for steaks. My dad got one recently and loves it. I'm not aware. So what is it, a cutting board, but it's just salt, like a Himalayan salt lamp. It's just a brick of salt. For cooking on, you cook on it? You cook on a brick of salt? Or do you let it sit on it? So what I do, I mean, what the salt does, as far as I'm aware, so you want to leave a steak, you take it out, leave it on a tray, turn it in the fridge, so like it gets more dehydrated. I pat it off, cover with salt, so it brings more water. It sucks water out of the steak, pat it off. Then when you're you know you're you're not getting water splatter it's cooking the steak more it's not it's more accurately cooking the steak you're not getting and boiling water on the inside so it's a better cut or better cook more even consistent sharing a picture charcoal companion mr barbecue salt so I, i'm still confused as how this even works you put the tray of salt on the heat i don't know that's I don't understand why that would be necessary. Interesting. I've never seen that. No thoughts on it. I'm no plans on getting one, but I'll look into it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know why I have to see how that even looks. So the salt gets really hot. How many times can you use it? Is it salt? Does it like weird? Codename Gecko, Papa Swolio, how to get strong without necessarily getting big. Lift heavy weights, stay in the low rep range. Um, you just got to train hard, but not over consume. So you're not putting on too much uh, weight or size. But my question is why it's hard to get big. So you want to put on muscle, get a little bit bigger. Why? Why not? Why do you want to get strong, but not get big? Why, why wouldn't you want to get bigger? Build muscle. Building muscle is one of the most important things you could do as a human, let alone as a man. Just saying. All right, so last question. Fam, any last-minute questions? Going once, going twice, going make sick fucking gains, and eat some white rice. Okay. Uh, hashtag get swole in the comments. Let's give away the swole card before we do. Reminder, tomorrow... Oh, my God. Tomorrow's Monday? Holy shit. Do I have the image? I almost forgot. I'm, God, time flies. I feel like we just... I feel like we just had an accountability meeting. I guess we did last Monday. Uh, tomorrow's episode, fam, tomorrow's episode is our world-famous Swole Fam accountability meeting at 12 noon Eastern time. 12 noon, that means new releases. We're going to have new merch. I believe we have another release. We try to release merch every single week and, of course, new yoga, but Swole Fam gets first dibs on all that. So tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time, we'll have awesome Swole Fam posts. We'll take some more questions. So if you're a member of the fam and you didn't get your question answered this week, or if you're new and you just joined and you have any more questions or follow-up, make sure you join 
in on 12 at 12 noon and you can ask me questions it's in the daily swole telegram chat we'll stream it live and we'll have it for later watching inside swole tv also if you have not yet joined the swole fam swolenormousx.com we still have the specials three month and annual options now it's the beginning of 2024 so stop waiting stop waiting do the annual do the annual big time savings plus you get that commitment you're locked in for the year let's fucking go Lock yourself in, make that commitment, take that first step, and then start one of our programs, start a Swollen 7, start a yoga class, show up for the meetings, show up for the podcast, you know, get to know everyone and get yourself in the right mindset to crush your seven pillars in in 2024. All right, 12 noon Eastern time tomorrow, 12 noon. All right, let's give away the Swole card. Falcon, uh, take us away. Swole card time. Hashtag get swole. Yes, sir. We got a winner. It is Brennan Ocho. Congratulations, Brennan Ocho. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hashtag get swole. Very nice. All right. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swole card 2817, the subject, your mailing address in the bio of the email. And we'll send you this swole card. Congratulations. We'll take some soundboard requests. And we'll wrap it up. Quick with those soundboards, fam. I'm quick with it. But I want my own air. I want my own air. And those hurt me to me, because I used to be one. I don't like to put chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. 60% of the time, it works. These are all requests from the fam. That doesn't make sense. These are all requests. It's on you. If I see it, I'll hit it. Danger. I like to caress rusty What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I arrived in America's airport with clothing, US dollars, and a jar of gypsy pills to protect me from AIDS. Oh, the tainty man. 
How about I send you a whole loaf of dick cheese? You want the baby boy's hole, you gotta pay the troll toll. You gotta pay the troll toll to get in. Oh, oh tainty boy. Sweet, sweet taint. Coast to coast. All right, very nice. Thank you so much for being here, Beaches. Thank you, thank you. All right, join us, swollenormousex.com. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thanks for being here tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time for the accountability meeting. And we're back for the public stream on Tuesday. Peace the fuck. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the face smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they came left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found that young